Hello, I'm Yolanda Postel, and you're listening to Purposeful Woman, a show where you're encouraged to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. If you're online or even browsing in a bookstore, it won't take long before you run into something on the topic of purpose. In magazines, television, podcasts, you name it, you'll always find discussions on purpose and there's no lack of interest in the topic. We all want to know why we're here and what we're supposed to do with our lives. The typical milestones in American society are go to college, get married, have a family, get a job, buy a home, and retire. There's nothing wrong with them, and congratulations to every single one of you for each milestone you've achieved. But your life is so much more than that. The question is not about checking those boxes or reaching those milestones, but what are you going to do in between each one? Or what do you do when you've checked all the boxes? Or how about if things didn't line up for you the way society says they should, and there's a few of those boxes that are unchecked because life happened, or maybe it wasn't what you wanted in the first place. Even if you made plans, we all know Life doesn't always fall in line according to our plans. There's a saying, and I don't know who says it. It says, we make plans and God laughs at our plans. And sometimes that feels like how life is. Sometimes we end up on another path that we didn't plan on or something that we just never expected You may have gotten married only to end up divorced or you might have gone to school and did all the right things and got your degree, yet you're having difficulty finding a job. Maybe you wanted children but never ended up having any. Life throws detours our way and sometimes we simply get off course, but you still have a purpose to fulfill. And you're a listener of Purposeful Woman, so I already know you want to be all that God has called you to be and do all that he has called you to do. You don't want to waste that time God has given you. And you know you must do what it is that he has assigned for you to do while you're still here. So with all this talk about purpose, you may want to know, what is it? What does she mean? Because sometimes we can talk about something, we can throw a word around, but it's never really clear what that thing is. Well, purpose is defined as the reason why something exists. It's also defined as an intended or desired result. 
this gets to the point of the questions we all ask ourselves and that you might be asking yourself right now. I mean, I'm sure you've asked why you're here. What's your purpose? What are you meant to do? I've asked myself these questions as well. And I believe it's natural to want to um, not just live life on autopilot, but to get to the real reason of why we're here. What will the end result of your life, of my life be? What will you have done to make a difference in this world? So what does the Bible say about purpose? Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. In this particular verse, purpose means invited, divinely selected, and appointed. We are divinely selected and invited to the purpose God has assigned for us, which is to have relationship with him. When God created Adam and he created Eve, he walked with them in the garden. He spoke with them. He had relationship with them. And that is what God wants from us is to have relationship with us. He's also placed us here to be an example of his grace and goodness and to make a difference in the lives of others. And we do that by sharing the love of God, telling about his goodness, telling about his grace and doing what it is that he has called and assigned us to do. Now, one thing about God, he is a perfect gentleman. He is never going to force us to do anything. I mean, if you've spent time reading the Bible, you know that the whole topic is him just trying to get his people to love him, to worship him, to have relationship with him. He could have forced them. He could have made it so they did not have free will. But what good would that be? So he gave each of us that thing called free will and choice. So again, he's never going to force us to do anything. It's up to us to accept the assignment and operate in what it is that he has called us to do. We have a divine destiny, an appointment with him. He has something that only you can do. A difference that only you can make in the life of someone or numerous people. Whatever your assignment is, God's going to give you strength to do it. Psalm 20 and 4 says, May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. If you ask him to lead and guide you, he will, he will through his Holy Spirit, he will lead and guide you to fulfill your purpose, to fulfill your assignment so that you can complete 
the path and the journey that he has assigned for you. Now, sometimes we're human. Sometimes we can simply get off track. We have good intentions, but there are times when things can still get out of alignment. I tried to do things right, but I wasn't always, (laughs) you know, I wasn't always successful in doing things the right way. I checked the boxes, but not necessarily in order. But I got married. I have a good husband and good children. I checked the box for the good job. I went back to school and finished my associate's degree and bachelor's degree. Albeit late, but hey, I finished it. But I tried to do everything the way that society and and just the way things have been presented to us as far as the right way or the way things should be. And I thought I was doing good. I thought I was doing things right, but there was still something that I felt was missing. I thought being a good parent meant sacrificing my goals for the good of the family. Now, of course, there are some things that are not in line with raising a family. So there are things sometimes some of our goals have to be put to the side because it just isn't in line with raising a family or marriage. So of course, not everything you want to do, you can do. However, it doesn't mean that everything gets thrown away. There are some things that have to be put on hold because maybe you're in the early years of marriage or You're raising a family and that has to be the priority of the moment. But it doesn't mean that the things that God has placed on your heart will never happen. It doesn't mean that it's too late for you. It may simply mean that they are meant to happen at a later time. But me, I thought that I just had to let everything go. I thought it was too late in the timeline to accomplish certain things. And so I pushed them to the back of my mind and just continued along the safe path. Working, being a good wife, being a good mother. That was what I thought the safe path was. And so I continued on. I I just continued along that path, doing what I thought I was supposed to do. I put my household first and made sure my children and my husband were happy. And it's interesting because I watched my father do the very same thing. There were so many things he wanted to do, but he put it aside for us. I'm sure that there were promotions he probably passed up because of us. There were moves he didn't make. Because of us. And there were certain dreams and aspirations that he had that he put to the side and he put on hold for us. But I wonder sometimes what life for him would have been like if he had made other decisions. He sacrificed some of his hopes and some of his dreams. How do I know? Because he spoke about it sometimes. 
And hearing about the things that he sacrificed to make us happy, it seared into my mind that I needed to do the same, that I had to do the same. I mean, a good person sacrifices for the good of others. It seemed like such a noble and grand gesture. So I tried to handle the responsibilities of being a wife and a mother without complaint. I made sure everybody was happy. But eventually, I had to ask myself, well, why wasn't I happy? Why do I feel like something's missing? Was I wrong to even feel that way to begin with? And this can't be all there is. The reason why I was saying is there can't, this can't be all there is, is getting up, going to work, coming home, just the routine of life. It was becoming monotonous. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I didn't love my husband or didn't love my children, but I was like, Lord, there's more to life than this. I mean, eventually my children would grow up and have their own lives and they have. But besides that, I just knew that, God, there's there's more. There's more out there for me. There's more for me to do. And Lord willing, I knew I still had many years left to live and I was living, but doing what I wanted to do. But I knew that there was something else that God had for me to do. So I started on the journey of seeking his will for my life and what he has called me to do. Because we can be a believer, we can love God, but still do what we want to do. And still have our own thought processes that we want to hold on to. And that's what I was doing. I was doing what I wanted to do. And sure, there were things that he put in my heart, but I just pushed him back and just kept going on the safe path. But I hadn't really sought his will for my life. And that's where the real difference comes in. Are you living for you or are you truly seeking him? Are you trusting him? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And I have to admit, I wasn't acknowledging him in all of my ways. I wasn't really trusting him with all of my heart. I was trusting God with some of my heart, doing things my way and seeking him when I wanted something or seeking him when um, a need arose. But I wasn't seeking his will daily for my life. I wasn't seeking his will daily when it comes to my assignment who he wants me to reach and what he has called me to do. No, I was doing what Yolanda wanted to do. And eventually that just led to a place of being discontent, 
because I knew that there was something more. And I know that God plants seeds inside of us. He plants seeds through the word, but he also plants desires, hopes, and dreams inside of us. Hopes and dreams that sometimes we push to the side due to demands of others. But you know what? When it's something that God places inside of you, you can't just brush it to the side. If it's something that's given by God, it's going to remain firmly planted in the back of your mind. When it's a desire that God has placed in your heart, it's going to revisit you periodically. He's going to bring it to your remembrance. Remember that thing that I want you to do? Remember that assignment I have for you? The Holy Spirit's going to keep leading you back to it and leading you back to it. Reminding you that they're not just hopes and dreams, but again, things planted inside by God. Always there replaying in your dreams and flowing through your mind when maybe you're at work or you're going throughout your day. But are you gently pushing them away? You may be telling yourself, you can't do it right now. You don't have the money something you might tell yourself. You might even think you don't have the time. And I truly believe that's a big one. We don't have the time, but we make time for all the other things in life that we want to do. We make time to hang out with our friends. We make time to spend with our family. We make time to sit up and watch TV, whatever. We make time for so many things, but When it comes to certain things that we know the Holy Spirit is leading us to do, all of a sudden we have the excuse that we don't have time. Or when it's something we don't want to do, we're hesitant to do, we use the excuse we don't have time. But realistically, yes, we do. We have time. So you might be saying you don't have time, but is that really true? Are there things that you can possibly cut out to make time? Or are you telling yourself what? I used to tell myself is that I just couldn't do it at that time. Are you telling yourself you can't do it right now? You know, you're just going through all the different things that you've got going on and you just feel like, eh, how are you going to do it? How in the world are you going to balance family and responsibilities of pivoting into something different? Because, hey, sometimes it can be a little intimidating when you think about the changes that you need to make. But those were the lies and doubts that I allowed to speak to me. I can't became a precursor for every excuse. I was allowing fear to stop me. And rather than push towards accomplishing those things that God had placed in my heart, I put them aside and you know what I did? I'm going to go back to it. I took that safe route. Again, I took that safe route when I went back to school and got my degree. I took the safe route. I attained a degree in business management, but you know what? I really wanted to do something else, but I took the safe route. 
And it's not that the safe route turned out to be a bad route. It worked out for me. I mean, I was able to get a good job and work around a great group of people. I love the new places I was able to go and the new things I experienced and learn. But I do know it is not my calling. It's not my end all be all, right? So my journey to live God's purpose for my life continues. Sure, I can stay along the safe route, but those things that God has placed in my heart, the Holy Spirit is not going to leave me alone and allow me to rest. I it's like this uh it's like those car alarms or certain alarms where they start off low and then as time goes on it gets louder and louder and louder. That's how I, that's how I feel. It's louder and louder and louder. And we take for granted the time that we have that that God has given us. And we only have a certain amount of time when we're here on this earth. We only have a certain amount of time. And even when it's a long time, man, it feels like time flies. I mean, when you think about it, if you're, if you're in your fifties, you think back to when you were 10 or in your teens, that time flew by. Sure. If you're in your fifties, forties or whatever, you, if you're in your thirties, you may feel like you had a, a decent amount of time. But when you look back, look how quickly those years passed. And so for each and every one of us, whatever time we have, we have to make the best of it. And we can't waste it. Because when we stand before God, we have to answer for the time that we use. How did we use our time? What did we do with it? Did we do what we were assigned to do? Did we do what God called us to do? Did we live our life according to his purpose or did we push his purpose aside and live according to what we want to do? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to stand before God ashamed thinking about excuses as to why I didn't do what he wanted me to do. I want to know that I completed my assignment, that I completed my purpose and my calling. And what about you? When it comes to purpose, who are you living for? Are you trying to meet everyone else's expectations? Are you living to make your parents happy and the path that they want you to follow? Are you following what our society or culture says that you have to do to live a happy and prosperous life? Are you holding back, doing your own thing and just playing it safe because that's the easy thing to do? Or are you living out the purpose God has assigned for you? If you're not, are you ready to make a change? And how do you know when it's time to to make that change? When you can no longer ignore what God is telling you to do. When the Holy Spirit, that voice of the Holy Spirit, like that alarm that I mentioned is so strong that you can no longer ignore that it's time to transition. And you know, one thing that's interesting 
is we don't deal with fear when we are in our comfort zone. Fear shows up when we decide to do something that's not typical to our usual routine. When we decide to transition and to do what it is that the Holy Spirit is leading us to do, what God has assigned us to do, it's interesting all the thoughts that pop up. How am I going to do it? Where do I begin? Where, what about my income? All these things. How can I do this in a way that will not negatively impact my household financially? Will I have the mental energy and strength to do it? Again, the fears and the doubts begin to flood your mind. And I know because it happened to me too. And here I was saying to myself, man, I'm supposed to be a believer in God. And why am I dealing with all this? Sometimes we're told or we've been told in the past that it's a sin to ask God questions, but um, I believe it. we should. It's a part of human nature. I believe that if we pray and ask the Heavenly Father to lead us and guide us, he will do so. That if we trust him and not trust in ourselves, but if we trust his ability and not our own, if we trust his wisdom and guidance, and not our own. He will lead us to the right path, the path that we're supposed to be on, the path to fulfill our purpose. There are areas in life where, you know, you might be tempted to stay comfortable, but begin to walk in faith and God will meet you on the path. And he is going to encourage you The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you, and he's not going to let you down. God is always there looking, overseeing, protecting, leading. And it may not feel like it sometimes, but he is. And so I want to encourage you today that if you have never taken the time to ask the Lord what his purpose is for you, what he has called and assigned you to do, I want to encourage you today to begin to ask him to yield your life to him and allow him to put you on the path that you need to be on to fulfill your life's assignment and take the step of faith and move forward because there's so much that you need to do. Make up your mind that it's time to move forward and take a step of faith. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Clubhouse at Yolanda M. Postel. To sign up for my email list and receive a free download of my ebook, 10 Keys to Build a Strong Relationship, go to movingtowardspurpose.com. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. And by the way, don't forget to rate and review. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, tune in to queendomglobalnetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you.